0: Brand new banger. banger. You're j- jamming with the hottest
1: disc jockey.
2: Disc jockey. Exclusive hot new mix. Let's go. 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 Go.
3: Hello, Podfix Nation. It is your Podfix mixtape for September of 2020. I'm your host, Christopher DeVos. And did you ever notice that September, the month of September, has a lot of songs written about it? There's the famous Earth, Wind & Fire song. Green Day has a September song that's really famous. Daltrey has a song. Frank Sinatra has a song. But more importantly, Jack Hartman has a song for September. If you don't know Jack Hartman... He's a YouTube guy who sings songs for kids, and this is the September calendar song for kids by Jack Hartman.
4: September, September, has 30 days. September, September, fall is on the way. September together with your friends Whatever I say, you say September at the end What month starts with the letter S?
3: Well, I mean, it's September because that's what this whole song is about. Hello. Spoiler alert. One weird thing is that it actually means seven, but it's the ninth month in the year. So mm, there's that. The best thing about September is watching all the people get upset about pumpkin spice. Like, not even the people from the Dune novels were this obsessed with a spice. I just, I, I, I don't get it. Pumpkin is so dividing. I like pumpkin personally, and the season is less than three months long, so it's not really that big of a deal. It's not like gangs of basic white girls are roaming around and trying to shove Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes unsuspectingly down your throat so you'll be fine just ignore everything about it and go on with your life oh uh september at the end
4: september what month comes after august
3: well it's it's september again because i think we're following a theme here almost like we're beating a dead horse but one thing that September has is the signs Virgo and Libra in it. Personally, I'm a cuss baby, so I'm half Libra and half Scorpio, which means I'm very cooperative and very stubborn at the same time. So I guess that I'll be on board basically if it's my idea. September at the
4: end. September What month do the days get shorter?
3: Now, this is a trick question because it really depends on how old you are. If you're a kid, then these days could stretch. Like one day can stretch and seem like a whole year. Um, if you're older, then the days fly by really, really quick. It's like after you're 40, you just hop on that bullet train until you reach your death date. Now, one thing about the kid day, though, is that the days between december 1st and december 24th those last an eternity so trick question september at the end
4: september what month starts the fall season
3: i'm not gonna split hairs here because even though technically the first day of fall is in september August really kind of starts fall in a lot of parts of the country. Leaves are turning. Uh, It's getting crisper in the air. You need to put on a light jacket. Also, I wish this guy singing the song gave college entrance exams because they would be pretty easy. I think I would have gotten into a better school if he was the moderator. September at the end.
4: September And don't forget, Labor Day on the very first Monday. We celebrate all people who work hard every day.
3: Unless you're furloughed.
4: September, September has 30 days. September, September, fall is on the way. September, September.
3: First up on the mixtape, the Podcast Discovery Show, which, like the title thoroughly explains, is your source for discovering new and interesting podcasts. And since there's only 2 million of them out there, Kirk and Zach, they sort through them, they find the best ones, the most interesting ones, and then they tell you about them. But not only do they do that, they have a segment under the Podcast Discovery Show umbrella called Other Discovery Show. This is like bonus content, where they discover new and interesting things and finds and places. And they also report on that for you. Like, uh, oranges. No, not like oranges, because we all all have discovered oranges and know what oranges are. But more like the donut peach, which is a peach that's kind of flattened. It looks like a glazed donut. It's even packaged like a gla- like a store-bought glazed donut. And I wasn't brave enough to try them. But, you know, Zach and Kirk, they can probably help you out with the donut peach once they discover it. So, you're, you're welcome. If you guys haven't talked about the donut peach yet on your show, there's a show topic for you. Now, this show, they're talking to Matt Farley. And Matt Farley is a musical artist, and he has, uh, you know, just a little bit of songs, about 20,000 songs on Spotify and Amazon Music and anywhere else you can find music. And Kurt and Zach, uh, they interview Matt and talk about his music. Talk about what inspires him. Talk about some of his more famous songs, and talks about uh, you know, TikTok and how TikTok's kind of blowing him up now. I'm not going to give away the whole thing. You can listen to it. Oh, a bonus: his albums. If you buy, if you like the interview and you like what you hear, his albums contain about a hundred songs in length on each album. Is my understanding? That's what I read on the internet, and that is amazing. I got permission from Matt to play one of his songs so the song I chose was armpit farts a love song so we're gonna play armpit farts a love song first and then we'll go into the podcast discovery show interview that way you get a taste of the music you know what the guys are talking about on the podcast discovery show and then it just works out for everyone because I really like this song so first Matt Farley with Armpit Love Song and then the Podcast Discovery Show.
5: Armpit farts, armpit farts They're not silent, they're not deadly Armpit farts, armpit farts Try them on your belly Oh, they're armpit farts Armpit farts Armpit farts, armpit farts Cup your hands and squeeze Armpit farts, armpit farts Try them on your knees They're armpit farts Armpit farts They're armp- armpit farts flap your arms for power armpit farts armpit farts louder in the shower oh, there are armpit farts
2: Welcome to The Other Discovery Show, the podcast that is not about podcasts. It's the bonus show from The Podcast Discovery Show that's about all the other things we discovered throughout the week. I'm Kirk. And I am Zach. And we have a very special guest this week, and I recently uh, discovered him through a podcast. I know we are not normally supposed to talk about podcasts, but I was listening to a TLDR episode, and they were talking about the man that had, at the time, over 14,000 songs on Spotify and songs about everything. I don't know if there was a song that he hasn't written yet. Obviously, there was because he has now gotten a lot more. It is the man, the myth, the legend, Matt Farley. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Yeah, we really appreciate it.
5: Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. It's an honor.
2: (laughs) So when I first heard about you, I found it was the day before my son's birthday, and they played. They were talking about how you have a song for almost every kid's name or every person's name. Uh, and I was like, My son's name's Mason, I bet you he's got one. So I made it my mission, and for the rest of my life, my children's lives, it will be that on their birthday, they will be played their song that has their name, their song that has their birthday and their song that has their birth year. Uh, cause you have a song for every age all the way up to 98. Am I correct?
5: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> so from one to 98, do you have one for the, the age of one?
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm That's 99% great. sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and so yeah, I woke him up to those songs, and of course he's like, "Daddy, did you have someone write these songs for you? I'm Like, yes, I did. Uh, no, I did. I didn't. I didn't tell him that. But you uh, have to I at least did. pretend, right? <laughs> uh, I said, I know "I'm not the best dad ever," and I just found all these amazing songs for you. And on that episode, they talked. You you actually mentioned how you have your phone number on everything, and so I was like, "There's no way he still answers his phone." after having his, his phone number on all of his socials and we gave you a call and you answered.
5: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, a lot, maybe Has that I'm ever gotten a, crazy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I have great conversations with people all the time. Um, and it's not that much. I don't know. I get a one or two calls a day and a lot of times people just hang up right away. But, um, uh, cause they get nervous, but then I have some great conversations. Some people like, I still – we text back and forth regularly for years, and like I consider them friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, our chat says, this guy looks so cool, you look like James Bond.
5: <laughs> nice. Well, I'm <laughs> not cool. Uh, the, the trick is I'm not cool. I'm, I'm very – I'm just obsessed with uh, creativity, and um, my entire goal in life was just to be able to re- write and record music as much as possible. And, um, and I realized at one point I was like, I can't, if I have like a a regular day job, nine to five, it's going to give me no time to work on music. You know, I need to find a way to earn money from the music. So that's my job. And, um, if I figured out the trick is just to write so many songs that, uh, eventually (laughs) almost by accident, I'll, I'll earn a living because there's so many of them. I'm getting close to 21,000 songs now.
2: I was just going to ask how many you were getting close to.
1: And so this wasn't something that you ever set out to do. You just really liked creating and it just kind of happened for you this way?
5: Yeah. um, In college, um, my friend Tom Scalzo and I at Providence College, we we slowly developed a, uh, a theory about songwriting. And the theory was never say no to any idea because if you start doubt, if you start doubting your ideas, then like the part of your brain that that gives you ideas will will be insulted and it, it will stop giving you ideas. You know, the, like the idea center in your brain gives you an idea. And I, even if I think it's a bad idea, I'm like, all right, idea center, center, I'll, I'll do it. And I record the song and then boom, a new idea comes. And it's like, they just keep coming. If you are nice enough to follow through and and write every stupid idea you could come up with. And, um, I just write them fast. And the theory is like, I could write 10 awful songs in a row, but then like the 11th, almost by accident could be great. And, um, you know, at that rate, I've got, you know, 2000 masterpieces and I do.
2: That is amazing. (laughs) And it's a very, it's, it's an, it's a very interesting, uh, uh, I guess mentality, but Hey, you know, it's, it's the whole, like throw, throw it against the wall, see what sticks. And it, yeah. it's, uh, it's funny.
5: Yeah. So what happened was like, we were in a, a semi serious band called Moe's Haven through the early two thousands. We released 25 albums and a lot of them wow. were just serious, good, honest, straightforward songs. Nobody listened to those, but then on every album, <laughs> we'd write the we'd write silly the silly songs like our favorite silly songs we'd throw it on the album just as like you know just to lighten the mood and it was like wow you know around oh six i was like wow we this month tom we earned uh six dollars um <laughs> two people bought pickle sandwich um you know two people bought shut up your monkey and two people <laughs> bought toilet troubles and um and a light went off in my head. I was like, wait a second, people are going to I at the time it was iTunes was the only thing there was. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. people are going to iTunes. They're typing in weird words like pickle and monkey <laughs> and toilet. And there's not a lot of songs. Like ours is like the first one to come up when you type pickle sandwich, you know? So I was like, I know what to do. I just gotta write twenty thousand of these. And um and luckily like I was already ready to do it because I'd spent all those years churning out songs. In in oh six, the, Tom and I recorded an, an album a day, thirty minutes of music every single day for the whole year. So it was kind of like just this boot camp, and I didn't realize I was preparing to become the most prolific novelty songwriter on earth.
1: <laughs> it's, and and it's not just the songs; you have a bunch of different band names that you release these songs under too. Correct.
5: Yeah, I thought it would be confusing for people if they went to just one artist and they found three hundred and sixty albums, you know, and twenty thousand <laughs> songs. Uh, and so I have eighty different pseudonyms. So like, there's the best birthday song band ever, which is all those personalized birthday songs. Um, the very I love nice, the SEO interesting. There. The very nice, interesting singer man does like just funny like songs about household products or sports, etc. And then, and then, of course, my uh, the cash cow that is the Toilet Bowl Cleaners with um, the poop songs. Um, I love that's, the poop uh, songs. That band is big. Even, no joke, the Billie Eilish has a video where she talks about um, one of my poop songs. It's the best.
4: <laughs> what? What? Yeah. I didn't
2: yeah. know this. Which song did she talk about?
5: Uh, so there's some Instagram video of her – like. At some thrift store, and she's like, "You know, I got this song in my head. It's like poop, 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 poop." And then she's like, "Yeah, it's by artists called the Toilet Bowl Cleaners." I didn't even think it was real, but it's real. And so, if you go to um, that song's uh, YouTube page, every comment is like, "I can't believe Billy listens to this song." And I'm like, "Yeah."
2: So it's the one that the only word in the song is poop.
5: Uh, I'm not. sure. I think she was actually referring to one called "Poop, Poop, Poop, Poop" song which actually has more <laughs> lyrics. I have, I have, I mean, um, I knew, I don't know if you, have you found my name poop song series yet?
2: Like the celebrities that poop songs? No, those no. no. Okay.
5: Ready for this? Ready for this?
2: Okay. Uh,
5: As you know, if I use, per- if I use a person's name in a song, much like the birthday songs, um, it's popular and, and name songs are pop and poop songs are popular. And then I had this moment where I was like, "What if we own names with poop?" And and I've done twelve hundred songs where the lyrics to every song are just Johnny, Johnny, poop, 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 Johnny, Johnny, poop, 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 and it's it's huge on TikTok. There are thousands of TikTok videos. We we can't let them shut down TikTok because it's a huge discovery mechanism for me.
2: Have you sued Kanye West yet? Because <laughs> I feel like you should.
5: Yeah, for what I know. His when, weird when song he you put out That scoop poop whatever thing. Yep. Everyone was <laughs> was sending me messages. They're like Kanye is stealing your act. No, I, welcome him. I, I welcome on Twitter. I was like Kanye, I welcome you to the world of poop music. My favorite
2: so far is poop into a wormhole that's my it's just so catchy it gets stuck in my head it's a little bit of a worm it's an earworm as well (laughs) it's poop
5: uh, poop poop into a wormhole poop 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 into a wormhole (laughs) oh that's a good one yeah
1: (laughs) so those are those are the real the real popular ones right now is the the toilet bowl cleaners and the the poop songs
5: Yeah. And and, I mean, poop is so popular that I don't, I have two poop artists. I have the toilet bowl cleaners and then competing with the toilet bowl cleaners is the odd man who sings about poop, puke, and pee. They're both me (laughs) just using different pseudonyms. And, um, I like to imagine there's this like rivalry between them.
1: Have you ever created some of that rivalry? Like uh, let it unfold on social media.
5: Well, I mean, if you look closely, um, you'll see that the Singing Animal Lover, another one of my acts, was upset when the odd man who sings about poop, puke, and pee was allowed to do the Animal Poop Songs album. And so the Singing Animal Lover left Moturn Media, which is my label, and started his own label called Singing Animal Lover Music. And there's a whole album in which I, I pretending to be the Singing Animal Lover, am singing angry songs about... Matt Farley and Moturn Media because I feel that I've been uh, wronged. It's it's completely insane, but I was just I did it in a weekend and I just laughed like crazy.
2: That is great. That is
1: <laughs>
5: that so. Is uh, so, are
1: you making songs daily? Just every single day, you're writing new songs.
5: Yeah, I have. Uh, I've got a, a four-year-old and a six-year-old, um, and so I'm in charge of them four days a week when my wife is at work. But I mean, she gets home, and most most nights I come down and, and churn out some songs. But then the three days that she's not working, those are the days when it's really you know. On on Sunday, I did 42 songs.
2: Wait, I was about to ask, what's the most songs you've ever written in a day? I can't believe yeah. it's more than 42. It still blows my mind.
5: Yeah, well, the most is uh, I, when I'm just plugging in names, I can do a 100 in a day. But um, mm. there's new rules. I think it's because of me, like like Spotify and other <laughs> rules. They, they, they have this rule called, I think it's called flooding. No flooding the system with songs where you're just, you know, changing the name. So for my name, Poop Songs, now, instead of just using the same music track and singing over it, I'm writing a brand new um, song, you know, new melody, new chords for every single name poop song. So it, it's in, it's an it's you know, and then I have to mix it, then I have to master it, then move on to the next song. It's it's mind numbing and create like I just feel ill by the end of the night. But um, but it's better than you know working a day job. This this has been my full time job for almost four years, so I'm pretty happy.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. That's, I I do is. have a question. Do you do commissions? Because I feel like the perfect way to end this episode would be a custom podcast discovery show song.
5: Yeah, I—I I mean, I do. Yeah, on my website, there's They're details. Free, Zach.
1: They're not free. No, I <laughs> yeah. said commissions. That's implied.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. On my website is all the details. Moturnmedia.com, and I mean, I get five, ten per week for people asking for songs you have know, songs for weddings, wedding songs for birthdays no joke uh songs for funerals i'm not joking i've actually really? been commissioned to to perform to do songs about recently deceased people um <laughs> and uh yeah stuff like that and um a cool thing from a few years back is i was hired to write a bunch of jingles for a um auto dealership in minnesota so like i was all over the airwaves um a few years ago driving people crazy singing we want you to buy happy at Maurice. they fired me because the whole (laughs) state the whole state of minnesota just rebelled they're like we can't stand hearing this guy anymore
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing so where else can people uh keep an eye on what you're up to you have some social media handles
5: yeah, just Twitter, at Moturn Media. If you want to get it direct from me, my phone number is 603-644-0048. And on top of all this, I've um, co-written and produced and star in several movies. Look up uh, Don't Let the River Beast Get You. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. It's a good old-fashioned
2: monster movie. Oh, Awesome. Yeah, I saw some of the things that you were credited with, but like you said, I don't know what's real and what's not on the IMDb. So, what have you been credited with on the movie side? Uh, So there's that one. My,
5: you know, every few years, um, we all, my friends and I, just get together and we we write. You know, we spend spend a year writing a movie and then get together for uh, you know on weekends and whatnot, filming. And it's just like it's the kind of movie where. like there's one I made called Slingshot Cops. And the, the concept was, imagine if you wrote a buddy cop movie like Lethal Weapon and your uncle was the, the lead actor, you know, and, and it was your uncle who's never acted before. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would it be just to make yeah. your wacky uncle be, the, be an action star, you know? So um, the, that's Slingshot Cops. That's also on Prime. But yeah, I got a, I got a bunch of them available um and it's just uh yeah it's just my whole approach to art it's just like just churn it out just make it happen have fun and uh some stuff will stick some won't but uh in the meantime we're having a good time
2: It's a great way to live well man i am so excited that we were able to discover you uh through another podcast and able to talk to you i mean it's awesome and i do want to be able to keep in touch and you know um keep up with uh your your work as you continue to make more and more songs every single day uh that's amazing how much time do you actually spend uh having in, in post-production because i mean as as a podcast i know we have a little bit of time in post-production the song is probably even worse uh time-wise
5: um i mean in terms of like mixing and mastering you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm easy. Yeah, every once in a while, like my friends who play instruments and I, like maybe once a year, we'll spend a month working on an album. And those, you know, because the other musicians are involved, I don't want them to get upset, so I'll actually mm-hmm. pay a little attention to where each level is and spend time. But for most of these songs, uh, whatever it, it sounds good enough to me. Boom, boom, boom. The worst part is. Um, Like the clerical work, you know, because like I have to go to a website and I got to type the title of every song. I got to click on a box. (laughs) I got to write down who the songwriter is. 20,000 times I've gone through this (laughs) tedious process.
2: For most people, that wouldn't sound like a big thing. But when you're writing 20,000 songs, that's more of it's it's more tedious than it is for most people. (laughs) Yeah.
5: It's basically, I've, I don't just sit on the couch and watch TV. I sit on the couch with my laptop in front of me, just clicking buttons and, and writing names and typing names into boxes until like my brain is, is, is fried. <laughs> it's not very glamorous, is what I'm saying, but again, <laughs> I'm living the dream as far as I'm concerned.
1: That sounds like the best possible way to live it then. Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on and telling us a little bit about the uh, about the journey. We'll definitely link everything in the show notes so everybody can check it out.
5: All right. Yeah, yeah. Man, I
2: really appreciate your time.
5: Stay in touch.
2: Yeah, we definitely will.
5: Life is long and I might get caught, but it's also short. Probably not My only regrets are the fights I never fought All the stuff that I've been taught I forgot All except for one lesson That's keep them guessing If they think you won't press It's time for pressing The only field that I want success in Is the inability to give a false confession Cause I keep on yelling loud And I keep on feeling proud
3: So the two big places to find um, his music would be Amazon Music and Spotify. So check it out. There's a lot to listen to, especially if you like poop like you heard. So um, I think it looked pretty good for my age. I could stand to drop some pounds, which which I'm working on. But for the most part, I'm pretty happy with my appearance. Uh, I can live with whatever wrinkles and cracks and gray hairs appear, except... I'm starting to get these bags under my eyes. And and the bags under the eyes, that just adds like 40 years to, to anyone's appearance, not just mine. So I go to the wife and I say, hey, I'm not trying to be vain or anything, but I want to get rid of these bags out from under my eyes. And back into the IKEA bag storage thing that you bought that's full of bags, that all those bags should probably be th- thrown away, but we're keeping just in case of, you know, bagopolis happens and she's like what and I'm and I I say what goop can I use to get rid of these eye bags and like how much is it going to cost me because we're still furloughed and we'll probably be furloughed forever since our industry had to close over 70,000 locations in just the U.S. alone so getting a job has been kind of tough but we're working on it so she says to me go get some eye cream costs around 10 to $15. I'm like, well, that's not going to break the bank. So I'm going to invest in that because even though we have potential to become homeless, at least my eye holes look good, even as a homeless person. So I go to the CVS and I start looking around. I do find the eye cream and, oh my God, it is expensive. The cheapest one is about $25. So my formal pre-COVID life... That's still expensive, but I can afford that. Not that's not going to fly on my budget right now. So I try to call the wife, see if there's any kind of substitutes or alternative, and I can't I can't get a hold of her to save my life. One of the CVS workers comes around the corner into my aisle and asks if they can help me find anything to which I probably say uh <laughs> no thanks, I'm just browsing. And I say that because I'm a man in a store. And it doesn't matter what type of store it is, a grocery store, an auto parts store, a Himalayan candle store. Per man code, we can never ask or ever need help in a store. And I don't know who came up with that, but that's that's the law, so I have to follow that. So anyway, so there's no wife and no CVS employees are going to be able to help me. So I messaged my friend Melanie. She is super into makeup. I'm like, well, this is going to be the person to ask. So I I explain the whole story. bags, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Can't get a hold of the wife. CVS worker, he was useless. So I'm looking for something cheap as a substitute for today because budget. She says, Preparation H. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that before, like on Jeopardy or or survivor or somewhere, Preparation H will get rid of eye bags, that's, that's perfect, except I don't know what aisle Preparation H is in. I'm looking at the signs at the top and I see, I see first aid, I see vitamins, I see headaches, but I don't see any signs that say butthole itching here is where you get it. So now I'm wandering this store. And another CVS person comes up to me and asks if they can help. I'm I'm like, at this point, doesn't matter. You can't help me because even if I wanted to break the man code of the store, I'm not asking you where the anti-itching butthole cream is. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. So after a while, I did find it and it's on sale, which is cool. Buy one and get one half off, which sounds great for any other product in the store except now if i take advantage of the sale am i going to look like i need tons and tons of preparation h basically i'm going to look like i have the itchiest of itchiest buttholes ever do i dare take the chance of walking up to the register with not one but two tubes of preparation h yes because a sale is a sale after all so I'm going to be brave. So much like anything that you have to buy that might be just a tad bit embarrassing, I pad the order. I grab some mints, I grab a hairbrush I don't need, I grab some hair gel because I've got a hairbrush and those two things seem like they go together. Over there's a half gallon of milk, I grab that, and some over there's like some peanut butter filled pretzels, which are my favorites. I grab that and then I go up to the register when I lay the stuff down on the counter for the person to ring in, I spread it out and I mix it all up together like I'm shuffling a deck of cards. So the Preparation H is kind of mixed in there with everything else. And she starts scanning it. Beep, beep, beep. She gets the Preparation H. She looks at it and it rings up. She's like, wow, this is a good deal. Which, yeah, it is. It is a good deal. But now I feel like I have to let her know... I do not have butthole issues. And this is actually for my eyes. So I say, I I don't have butthole issues. This is actually for my eyes. And she just stares at me and stares at me and stares at me. And finally she says, I don't judge, sweetie. I, I just ring it in. It doesn't matter to me if your bum is itchy or not. To which I say, it's not. It's not itchy. My bum is definitely not itchy. And she looks at me up and down and says, sure. And I say, just a little bit too loudly in the store, my ass is fine. My eyes are not fine. And the eye cream is too damn expensive. And she says, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, just look. I, I just bring it in. I don't judge. And I say, I feel like you're judging. I feel like you're judging my bum. And she says, I'm only judging you putting butt cream on your eyes and i say I'll, I'll take that judgment so i scoop up my stuff and i drive home quickly just to get out of there so i know it's going to take a couple days to tell if it's going to work out or not i i hope it does because i have a lot of preparation H right now it is super easy to apply i just i just a little bit under the eyes let's dab it rub it in no big deal Hopefully there are no side effects from it. I do notice that if I blink too hard, my eyes fart. Other than that, I'll keep you updated on the results, and I'll report next month on the mixtape. But now, let's get to my show, Podcast 42. And on this episode, we visit Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's working at a gym. And when people ask me, like, what's the format of your show... I tell them it's part scripted, it's part improv, it's a radio play, and it's really fun. So, this is Podcast 42, the Arnold Schwarzenegger episode.
6: (laughs) Now that you had your beer, can we go use this Groupon before it expires? When does it expire? At the end of the day.
3: When did you get it?
6: Last year. I got it so I could go get into podcast shape.
3: What? Is podcast shape.
6: Huge. On the internet.
3: Just so you know, you have now mentioned it more than I have.
6: (laughs) I can't hear you.
3: Can't or won't.
7: I'll drive. No. You know that I do the driving because of my motion sickness and all?
6: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: How? I reference it in almost every script.
7: I guess
6: your scripts aren't that memorable.
0: (gasps) Harsh, Sabrina.
7: Well, let's go before I change my mind.
0: (laughs) Room. That is really the actual effect he's using, too. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so he doesn't have to splice anything in. Yep. yep. I thought Boom. I was a
6: Foley artist.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't made that joke in a while. That'll be the next script.
6: We're here. I can finally use this Groupon. It's been in my wallet bra forever.
7: Well, I'm sure they'll appreciate that extra boob sweat when you turn it in. Hey, look.
6: This
3: gym is called Wait On, Wait Off. Yep. At this point, I figure we're going to be lifting weights with Cobra Kai.
7: I don't get it. It's because of what the place is called.
6: Still don't get it.
7: Have you ever seen The Karate Kid? No. Cobra Kai were the villains in the film, but now they have a show
0: on Netflix and everybody likes them.
7: Were they the villains though? Eh, depends on
0: which YouTube theory you subscribe to.
6: Okay, so what does that have to do with Wait On, Wait Off?
0: Pat Morita said something similar to it in the movie.
6: How I loved him in Happy Days. Wait, there was a Happy Days movie?
0: Yeah, it was called American Graffiti.
7: Enough banter. Let's get this workout over with. I'm just tired thinking about it. (laughs) Marie. Oh,
3: the bell came after the door
7: closed. (laughs) Oh, well. Such a weird door. Welcome to Wait On, Wait Off, where you put it on and we take it off.
3: I'll take it off.
7: Can you tell your friend to put his clothes back on?
3: Not yet. I'm waiting to see if he has Chris Jericho boxer briefs on
7: or Batman.
3: It could go either way. It's, what, Tuesday?
7: Do that on your own time, gentlemen. This is a public lobby.
0: You're wrong on both accounts. It was my Christopher Nolan underbrews. Pay up. Crap. Here's your 20.
6: So, how can I help you people? Uh, I have a Groupon that I would like to use uh, hang on, uh, here. Is this poop sweat? No.
7: Then why is it clammy? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I like water parks. Regardless, you have the best Groupon that we offer. You get a top-of-the-line trainer who motivates you in a special way. Oreos. Cake? Massages. Wrong, wrong, and wrong. He motivates you by telling inspirational stories that will inspire you to be the best that you can be. Why does every Groupon you purchase always come with somebody talking to
6: us? I like to browse on the talk at you category.
0: I've never seen a talk at you category on Groupon.
6: Oh, it's in the bargain bin section. I'm glad that
0: you think that we are worth it.
6: Only the best for my friends. By the way, it's going to be a dollar store Christmas this year. Since I've been furloughed, I can't afford five below anymore.
3: I was wondering why the watch you got me last year was (laughs) missing all the numbers on it.
7: Okay, well, let's get you set up with your trainer so that you can get out of my lobby. I wonder who it could be.
0: Lou Ferregno? Charles Atlas.
7: Hans and Franz?
0: Ben and Jerry! You gotta stay huge for the internet. Yeah, that's my chunky monkey. <laughs>
3: Did you see their new flavor? That ass dough.
7: What? Is that for real? No, oh, it's not. Oh.
0: <laughs> It's such a good name that everybody in this room just questioned it if it could be real. Yeah, that could
7: be real. I might buy it. I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening to this show and they went, we're making that.
6: <laughs> no one listens to this show. <laughs>
2: it's
0: not true. Chris and I listened to it to make sure it turned out okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> two downloads a week. <laughs> Should be
3: four, but it's only two.
7: <laughs> I listened to it while you edit it. It's fine. <laughs>
3: Doesn't count as a download.
7: Ariel, right, can you please come up to the front? Your one
3: o'clock is here. Hope he isn't too tough on us.
7: I agree. I'm only here to look pretty, eat chicken wings, and I'm all out of chicken wings. See what I did there? Are you guys proud of me? I can twist pop culture, too.
3: You ate all the chicken wings? Not cool. Yeah,
0: super not cool.
6: You guys never give me credit for trying. Well, I don't care who trains us, as long as they're nice and muscled and shirtless.
0: I'm back. What are they? Who are they? Did they just get off the chopper?
7: They're actually right over there. The ones that look lost. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who?
3: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Do
0: you even know who we're talking
3: about? I have no idea. Why are there so many letters in his last name? He couldn't buy a vowel either.
6: (laughs) (laughs) No, he bought a lot of vowels.
3: The actor, former governor of California, a world-renowned bodybuilder.
7: Who? Kindergarten cop.
6: Oh, why didn't you just say that?
7: Don't worry. I only know kindergarten cop, too. That one's not even good. It stars Dolph Lundgren. I didn't mean two the number. I meant two as in also.
0: As in Dolph Lundgren was also in Creed 2.
6: As in Dolph Lundgren was in Creed or Creed's also.
7: Creed 2.
0: He was not in Creed.
6: So he was not in Creed,
7: just Creed 2
6: doesn't make any sense! Was he in Creed or not in Creed?
7: Enough! He was in the sequel to Creed and not the original Creed!
6: Oh! Well, why didn't you just say so?
0: We did. (sighs) I said enough!
3: So for that episode, Jail Trost, who's on the show, was the main writer and I was a backup writer. And a little bit at the end where they're going over... um, what movies Arnold was in and the sequels. And they're confusing T.O.O. with TWO. I wrote that little bit and I was super proud of it. Because it was like an homage to Abbott and Costello's Who's on First Routine. But like just like a modern updated version of it. And I was like super stoked until I started watching Letterkenny. Which is uh, a, a Canadian show. I don't always understand everything they're saying because of the accent and the slang but it's brilliant and then I realized that my little bit would fit perfectly on their show because that's kind of like what they do all the time except I understand everything that I wrote and what all the actors said in my show and I don't always understand what they say on Letterkenny but I pretend I do because the show's that funny and that brilliant. Anyway, that's enough rambling. This has been the September mixtape. We'll see you back next month for the October version. Until then, stay safe and stay fresh, cheese bags.
1: This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to PodfixNetwork.com.